0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist. This lovely Wednesday, I am excited to talk about the topic I have today, which was actually a request from somebody via TikTok, and they specifically asked me, what do I do about my fear of abandonment? So first, I want to talk about the fear of abandonment and often where it stems from, I think it's more obvious if we've had a parent that was absent in our lives in a physical way. So if they left because of addiction or being in jail or physical death, or if they just weren't a part of our lives, that is kind of one of the obvious um, childhood traumas that can cause a fear of abandonment. Now, it doesn't always correlate, but it could potentially cause that. The other form that people don't often think about or maybe connect the dots to is if a parent was emotionally not available or emotionally not meeting our needs. And that can also create a fear of abandonment as well. So a parent could be, you know, doing certain things or meeting your physical needs, but if they were never really emotionally present for you or Um, meeting your needs of affection and support and space for your emotions, that can also breed a sense of fear of abandonment. And it could also stem from a parent who overly relies on you to take care of their emotional needs, because in a way, they've kind of abandoned that parenting role. And so it's not just from people who have had maybe parents who were divorced or different situations that caused one or both of their caregivers to not be in their lives at, you know, that critical period of their life where we're attaching to our caregivers and we're wanting love and affection. But it could also be from an emotional place. And so this typically ends up looking like two different things in relationships. Number one, somebody could be, well, actually three, but number one is they could be very needy and very um, trying to control what their partner does and fearful of any changes their partner makes because their brain's kind of on high alert and feeling anxious about that partner potentially leaving. And they're almost like looking for that because they're they're on high alert from day one because they're, they're predicting it will happen. And the crummy thing about that is often they end up actually having a partner that leaves them because it is really wearing and exhausting to be with a partner that doesn't trust us. Or that tries to micromanage us or that has anxiety that's unresolved that they project onto us. And so often they will push away partners and kind of create the cycle of actually being abandoned. So it's that really sucks, but it's also important to highlight because if you do have that pattern, these are things we can heal in therapy. The second way that it looks too is sometimes if people have this deep rooted rooted fear of abandonment, they can struggle to get really close to people because if they think that eventually somebody's going to leave, they're not going to invest time and effort and emotional attachment into a person if they think they're just going to have to grieve them, right? Because grief is super hard. um, It's too risky for them. And so they may have a pattern of being in relationships and, and leaving them, commonly being the person that breaks up with people or doesn't really handle emotional intimacy really well. So it could also look like more of an avoidant type, and then the kicker, it could look like both, where somebody's really has maybe some complex abandonment um, trauma they're still working through, and so they kind of oscillate between more of that neediness and really wanting a partner and needing a partner in their lives and avoiding their partner and um, kind of just breaking up and and being afraid of that intimacy and getting too attached. So the good news is all of this stuff can be healed in therapy, And I'm just going to talk about the the three big things that I typically cover, um, because obviously we can't necessarily do like a therapy session and heal that stuff for each person. I know you have a context. And so I'm just going to tell you up front, typically what I've seen is either A, this gets healed by you experiencing a very healthy relationship if you're lucky enough to land in one, because often when we have those fears and we struggle with that, we will typically pick partners that replicate childhood wounds versus picking healthy partners. So I say by luck because I think it would be by luck and chance that you actually um, connect with and gravitate towards a healthy partner. But if you do, that can be healing because over time you can see their security, their stability, their empathy, and their emotional availability. However, for most of us, because we won't gravitate towards that, These things are typically healed in therapy with a really compassionate uh, therapist that understands this type of trauma. And so there are different pieces that you'll have to heal. Number one, you're going to have to develop a self-concept and a sense of self that is separate from your childhood wounds or your parents' concept of you or how they treated you or even how you perceived they felt about you when you were a kid right? Because sometimes it's our perceptions, because we don't understand all the stressors and what's going on in their life that can create them not being emotionally available for us as kids. And so sometimes it's healing that perception too. But essentially, at the end of the day, we're going to really have to develop a strong sense of who we are, and really define that and and figure out what we value and what we care about and who we are and how we are lovable and worthy, right? And so there's going to be some worthiness, work too. um, Understanding that we are worthy and deserving of love. And when we start to really embody and believe that fully, you know, you're going to navigate relationships differently where you're not going to assume that somebody would leave you or that somebody wouldn't love you or that somebody wouldn't attach with you. The other thing that you're going to have to learn too is how to meet your own emotional needs for yourself. And so sometimes people call this like parenting yourself. Um, but there are different ways that I think, especially in our culture, we're taught like, Hey, your partner's supposed to meet all of your emotional needs when in actuality, like it's really important that we learn to meet most of our own emotional needs so that we're not seeking that out in a partner or at least seeking it out in a disproportionate amount because inevitably sometimes our partner is going to be going through things and they're not always going to be able to meet all of our emotional needs. And then I think the third thing is figuring out how to differentiate between a person who is emotionally available and who isn't. And that one I think is is really hard. As you start to heal your own stuff, you will develop your own voice. You will set boundaries better. You will understand your deservingness. And, you know, figuring out different ways that you can navigate picking and choosing healthy partners in your life so you're not continuously you know, replicating these childhood wounds. And again, this is something you'll have to do with a therapist that is well-versed in trauma and family systems and recognizing these patterns and beliefs and helping for you to develop that awareness and the ability, right? So awareness is like step one in the learning process. And then number two is like the actual ability for us to say no or to navigate our relationships differently choose different partners or set boundaries, right? Because even sometimes when we know better, it doesn't mean that we're doing better quite yet. So it's a process. It's a journey. It's totally worth doing. But if you struggle with that fear of abandonment or you're connecting to any of this, I would highly recommend that you do this work. It's totally worth it for you. It's totally worth it for your loved ones. And I hope that's been helpful. If you have any other questions or feedback, I would love to hear it. And I hope you guys are doing some belly breathing and you are well out there. Take care and I will see you tomorrow.